Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with Valerie Laurie Ministries and and proclaiming the Word of God. Today I'm just going to be coming to you with a quick word and we're going to go to Luke chapter 4. And we're going to start reading at verse number 16. And it reads like this. And he came to Nazareth where he had been bought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister, and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears, and all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, Is not this Joseph's son? And he said unto them, Ye will surely say unto me this proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. And from these passages of scriptures, we're going to be talking about what happens in the meantime. I looked at these scriptures and I wondered, why is it that Jesus goes and he fulfills a prophecy and he speaks a prophecy that was spoken to him in the book of Isaiah? And he comes and he talks about how the spirit of the Lord is upon him. And then that how the Lord has anointed him to preach, to heal, to bring deliverance and recovering of sight. And then he jumps all the way down to where he says, You shall surely say unto me, this proverb, Physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. And he said, Verily I say unto you, no prophet is accepted in his own country. How is it that he goes from a proclamation of him fulfilling scriptures to something where it seems like the people are crying for him? And then he's saying that, no prophet is accepted in his own country. Seems like to me, that's all the stuff that between that first saying and between that last one, that's all the stuff that comes in between moments. I stop sometimes and I wonder about the in-between moments. And I wonder about the things of the Lord when he also spoke to us about the coming of the Holy Ghost, but he called him the Comforter. 
I think that if we filled in all the blanks between what Jesus said and what was said here in the scriptures, that we would see the moments where he was walking on water and the disciples were amazed. I think we would see the moments where Jairus came to him and wanted him to heal his daughter. And they were told that the daughter had died and Jesus said that, no, she's not dead. She's just asleep. And people laughed him to scorn. I think we would see how he spoke to the woman at Samaria, in Samaria at the well. And the disciples that were in him were amazed that he was talking to a Samaritan of all people. These are the in-between moments that Jesus had. I think he'd see, in between all of this, how we could see that those who were throwing down their coats for him to walk on when he rode in on the donkeys and they called him the king of the Jews, the same folks would be saying, crucify him later. And they would want to exchange him for a thief like Barabbas. So these, I believe, are the in-between moments. The in-between times. When things can start off great. And we know that we are doing a work for God. We know we're doing something good for the kingdom of God. But then... There's that dash. It's kind of like the dash that's on the tombstone when you're born and then the date that you leave. There's those in-between time moments. I stopped and I thought about Jesus and what he said because we would know that Jesus would die on that cross and they would look up at him as he died on the cross and would wonder, how is it that he could do such great miracles, but he couldn't come down from the cross? That he couldn't not die on that cross when he had healed the sick and raised the dead? Why couldn't he come on that, off of that cross? And then those that he grew up with, him being a prophet, him being the Messiah, they didn't accept him. Some did, some didn't. But for the magnitude of who he was, you would have thought that with the promise of his coming, that when he came, he would be accepted. So it's all these in-between time moments. It's the times when some of us have had new babies and it's the times when we've bought new houses and had new jobs. The times when we've seen the kids grow up and graduate and go off to start their families on their own. The first time that you bought your new car. Yeah, the first time that you bought your new house and all these moments of victory and joy. 
but it's the in-between times that I believe that while Jesus had told them that after he had done all the works that he was going to do, after he had taught them about the disciples, about the kingdom of God, he had told them to go and to tarry at Jerusalem until they would be endued with power from on high. And I believe that it is for those in-between time moments, those moments when we have the victories and the moments when we have the failures, the moments when we cry sometimes, the moments when we laugh, the moments when we are worried and don't know what to do, that God knew that we would need a comforter. He calls him the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible declares that we got this treasure that's in an earthen vessel. But on the inside of us is the Spirit of God. And I believe that with this precious Holy Ghost on the inside of us, that all the things that we'll face in between the birth and in between the death, God knew that we would need a comforter. Whoever told us that in our lifetime we would see 9-11, whoever told us that Dr. Martin Luther King would die and he would die trying to get it to the point where all men were created equal. And yet, we find that we're back in a time where people hate each other because of race. Whoever thought there would be a time when we would be seeing that in one of the richest nations on the planet, that we would have a time when we couldn't even keep enough infant formula on the shelves to feed the babies. Who would have thought that we would be in a time where road rage would be so bad that if you're just driving down the road, minding your own business, that you might not come back from just a little ride to the store? Who would have thought that all these things we would be facing where it's getting to the point where you're afraid sometimes to even leave your home. But there is a cry from God above for those who believe and walk in the light of God, that you keep moving and that you keep pressing. Jesus made the statement, and the will of God that was for him was that he had a mission that needed to be fulfilled. And so it is that God expects us to walk in the footsteps of his dear son, to be just like him. Jesus made the statement, he said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. 
to preach the good news to the poor, to those who are in lack, to those who are in need, to those who feel downtrodden, to those who need an answer from the Lord. God has sent me, is what Jesus is saying. He said to heal the broken hearted. I looked at a nursery rhyme and there was a nursery rhyme. And I think the nursery rhyme, some of the nursery rhymes are the in-between times and the in-between moments of life. Starts off kind of good. Remember the nursery rhyme that talked about Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. It's just a nursery rhyme. But with it being a rhyme for children, it's also a story about life. Life can be good, and the next thing you know, you can be broken and feels like you can't be put back together again. Jesus makes this statement because at the time that he came, many had broken hearts. Many have broken hearts now in our time. Most recent days, the killings of the children in the school systems, the killing of people in the grocery store. We're talking about broken hearted. The millions of people across the world who have died from COVID-19, the broken hearted. We're talking about these in-between time moments, the moments when we truly need God. Jesus said he was to preach deliverance. There is a way out. There is an answer for the broken places in our life. There is a deliverer who sets us free. Satan came but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus is on the scene then and living inside of us right now through the Holy Spirit that we might have that life and life more abundantly. So he brings deliverance to the captives. Satan wants to keep us bound. Hallelujah. But there is a deliverer who is alive and operating and moving in us and who wants to help us to fulfill our destinies in this in-between time moments. He says a recovering of sight to the blind. What is it that you see? What is it that you see? All the circumstances and all the things that come up against you. What is it that you see? Are you looking at it through the eyes of man? Or are you looking at it through the eyes of faith? Do you have that hope that you need in God to get you through these in-between time moments? Jesus knew that. 
There was the mission that he had to fulfill and he would be able to stick with the father and do those things that God had called him down to do because the mission that he had to fulfill was great. His ultimate goal was to die on that Calvary's cross. But before he could get there, there was a work that he had to do for God. So the in-between time moments, there's a work that you and I have to do right here on the earth. Sometimes we get fearful. Sometimes we get afraid because we don't know whether or not this thing is going to work out. We want all the pieces together right now, but through the eyes of God, there's a work that we have to do. The in-between time moments. He said to the recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. When you've been hurt, you're not completely destroyed, but you've been bruised, you've been beat up. Everybody can look at you and tell that you've been in a fight. But he's here to give you the help. So there's a proclamation that he speaks and he's telling them what he's here to do to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, to preach what God says that he wants the people in the time frame of Jesus while he was here on the earth to hear the kingdom of God, that good news. And then after he made this speech, he sat down, he closed the book, and he gave it back to the minister, and he sat down because he had fulfilled a prophecy. What's been said about your life? What has God told you that you can do? What has been spoken over your life? And you've heard from God that there's a work that he wants you to do. But your life is like that of the nursery rhyme with Humpty Dumpty. Or even there's this nursery rhyme, I never could figure it out. Why it is that it says, rock a baby in the treetops. When the wind blows, the cradle will rock. And when the bow breaks, the cradle will fall. And down will come baby, cradle and all. That doesn't seem like a good nursery rhyme to me. But it's an in-between time moment. It's a time where things might have been going good and then things go bad. What do you do in the in-between time moments? What do you do when you, you, you don't have in this life what you need and you're trying to make ends? What do you do when you're trying to make the ends meet and you've got people calling you left and right, pay this and pay that. And then you try to make the payments, but the money runs out before you can get it paid. I'm talking about the in-between time moments of life. The in-between times when things just don't seem to be going the way that they should. So he sits down. He gives the book back to the minister and he sits down 
and all the eyes are on him. Don't you know that in the between time moments when you've made a declaration or you started out good and everybody's seeing you and you look like you're at the top of your game, that when you seem like you've fallen or you seem like you're facing challenges, all eyes are on you. Especially when we walk and say that we walk by faith and not by sight, that we are trusting in our God. The script for our life is, is written. The script, scripted part that God wanted us to play. The destiny that God wanted us to play. He's already written out our life from the beginning to the end. But are we reading the script that's written out for us and following what the Lord would say? So the eyes after he made this declaration of all that God would tell him to do. In other words, this mission statement as we know it in business. The mission statement that he had. The eyes are fixed on him. The eyes are fixed on you. What do you do when everybody's looking at you and it don't seem like it's working? You're in, in an in-between time moment. You're in a time where you're going to need the help of God. You're in a time where things just don't add up. You're in a time, in an in-between time moment where you were high up on the mountain, but now you may be down in a valley. Why am I talking about this? Because that is the way life is. It's not always going to be ups, but there are going to be some down moments. But we got to know how to go through it, praising God. going to be some times in life where you are so tired, you don't know what to do. And that's why we ought to always pray. There's a refreshing and Jesus gave us the examples in the in-between time moments. Even he would steal away and go and pray and be by himself. Sometimes we just got to steal away from it all to go back and to get back in sync with God. One thing about life is this, is that in the in-between time moments of where we're making a declaration of what God has told us to do and where we know we're going and the times where we know that we won't be accepted. We got to put our faith and our trust in God. So the promise of the comforter coming, there's a job that he has to do. The comforter is like gasoline that is poured into a car engine that you got to get refill that engine to keep going. The Holy Ghost is there to give us that strength that we need, that infusing of the power of God. That is God who is living on the inside of us, that is keeping us operating, that is keeping us going, that is keeping us and supplying us with the strength of Jesus Christ, the strength of God to get up and to face another day, to fight another fight and to get up and say, I know that I can make it. So it is the spirit of the Lord that is on the inside of you and I that gives us that ability to rise and to get up and to press.
press forward and to keep moving. It is the spirit of the living God who is talking to us on the inside, who is drying up and our tears and giving us that comfort that we need in the midst of a troublesome time. It is that Holy Spirit that is leading and guiding us down the lighted pathway that God would have us to go, knowing that in the midst of everything that we're doing, in the midst of all that you may be trying to do, in the midst when you go to bed, sometimes at night, sometimes you can go to sleep and you can just rest in the Lord. There are other times when you, if you don't uh, just lie about the matter, you say there are some times when you get a little bit troubled or you get a little bit worried. That comforter is there to say that God will never leave you, nor will he forsake you. That God is the lifter up of your head. That God is the one who guides you by day and by night. So it's the Holy Ghost that we need, that comforter in the in-between time moments, in between the time of a declaration of the good that you want to do, and then in between the time that you know that things are not going to go so well for you, and then that you'll be sometimes out there, which seems like you're all alone. What happens in the in-between time? moments. He says in the book of Luke, he says after he makes this proclamation of what God has told him to do, he says this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. I'm here to fulfill it. My question to you is what are you here to fulfill for God? The fact that you and I are here right now, the fact that we live in the environment that we live still does not take away the mandate for us to fulfill what God has sent us here to do. In between time moments, how do you keep working for God when on the inside you're like, the Humpty Dumpty in the nursery rhyme and you feel broken. How is it that life for you is like the baby that was in the nursery rhyme and in the cradle and then the bow broke and the, the cradle fell along with the baby? Ha! What do you do in the meantime? I remember talking to older people. And if you ever get a chance to talk to old people, listen at the wisdom that comes out of their mouth. Hallelujah. They'll tell you about how they went through the depressions. They'll tell you about how they didn't know how they were going to make ends meet. But they're still here. In the in-between time moments, they made it through. I stopped by just to give a quick word. The word is 
is that you can make it. You have Christ in you, that hope of glory. You have the comforter in you. You have an anointing in you that is given from the Holy Spirit. So in the in-between time moments, in the moments that you have where people will say that you're not worth it or people will deny you like they denied Jesus in his time. You can lift up your eyes unto heaven and know that you are doing the will of God even in the in-between time moments. I believe that it is that when we are at our lowest points and that we are at the point where people have hurt us so deeply that that is the time that we turn to God. When you look in your pocket and you got money, but you just don't have enough to make ends meet. Uh, that's an in-between time moment. Uh, that's the time when you can go and you wonder how did your day start off the way that it did. It started off fabulous and you were happy. But by the end of the day, so much had happened that you wished that you could go home and relive the day over. The in-between time moments are the times that we have to steal away and get with God. And remember that he is our God. Remember that he is our creator. Remember that he is the lifter up of our head. Because in that in-between time moment, we're going to need him. You need him. I need him. Our children need him. Look at what happened to the children. The in-between time moments that were recently killed in school. The in-between time moments. I saw the man that was the teacher on television. And he was talking about how some had lost one child. But he had lost, I forget exactly how many, but he had lost a multitude of children. You see, when you care about people and you take care of people, you may not have birthed the people that you take care of. Hallelujah. But you love the people that you take care of just like they were your own in the in-between time moments. So I imagine that Jesus, he knew the things that he would face, but the level and the intensity of it, I don't think that he knew the magnitude of it. Because when it came time for Jesus to die on that cross for your sins and for mine, he wanted to know why God had forsaken him. He wanted to know because he'd never been separated from the father. Hallelujah. Sometimes life can just be that hard. Why you may even think. If I had just stayed a sinner and not become a Christian, my life was much easier. 
Uh, but there's something in you that makes you just keep on going. Makes you keep on serving. Keep on giving to God. It's an in-between time moment. And it's you and God. If we were to cut the lights off in the room right now. And the light is just on you. And that light is shining down from heaven. The light of God is on you. All of you who listen to me. What are you going to do in your in-between time moments? And you might can't see the room that's around you and that's life. But you can see right where you are. And you can take a step. One step and another step. And God will be leading you. The in-between time moments. What do we do? We got to put our trust in God. This just reminds me of a the in-between time moment that even with Lazarus. And Jesus has told his disciples that. He was going to see about Lazarus. But Jesus stayed where he was two days. And then Lazarus died. Finally, Jesus finally showed up after he was dead. All the miracles that he'd been doing, he didn't go and heal Lazarus. But it was something in the in-between time moments that God wanted to happen. He wanted the people to see the glory of God. He wanted Jesus to move in his timing. So that he could do a miracle. And bring back Lazarus. How uh, Sometimes God seems like he's slow to move in your life. And slow to move in mine. We are in that between time moment. Hallelujah. When God is working things out in our behalf. When God is building up muscles inside of you. When God is building you up in your faith. Because if you can face and kill the giant that is in one moment of time in your life. That you will have that faith that is built up for the rest of the journey of your life. That when you can Come up and you can do one thing at this level despite the obstacles that faced you. And then if you can overcome in this battle, then you can move on up higher because there is a work that God wants you to do. There comes a time where you used to cry about things and, and as you've grown in life, uh, you stop crying about everything because you're maturing and you're go growing and you're saying, I got this, God. I can do this thing. I can do all things through Christ because he is strengthening me who strengthens me in the in-between time moment. All the miracles that we saw in Capernaum, why don't you do some miracles now? Why don't you... Come down is what they would say to Jesus. Why don't you, why don't he just get off that cross? But there was a will of God that he have to, had to do. You and I got a cross to bear. Pick up your cross and follow after Christ.
I used to believe that once you became a Christian, everything would be fabulous and wonderful. But I've lived and I've seen that life ain't always that bed of roses. And I didn't come to sell you a woe ticket this morning because the way we see life is there is always hope. There is always that hope that we have for a better tomorrow. There is that hope that comes to us through Christ in us, that hope of glory, that we're going to hope and we're going to walk in anticipation that we're going to look towards the prize that God has for us. God is calling you forward. Come on, come on, move forward. God is calling you forward in the midst of what's happening in your life. You still got to fulfill that mandate of God. Jesus said there was a work. There was a work that he had to do. You and I got a work that we got to do. We got to fulfill what thus saith the Lord. You got to keep pushing in the in-between time moments. When people applauding you, you keep pushing. When people frowning up against you, you keep pushing. That's why Jesus would say unto them, you will surely say unto me this proverb, physician, heal thyself. You Christian, going through so much. I thought you said God was your God. Where is your God now? Is what people will say. But you don't worry about naysayers. You move to how God tells you to move. It says, heal thyself. Whatsoever we have heard done in Capernaum, also do here in your country. So they're telling Jesus, do the miracles that you said. But there will come that time on the cross when they wonder, why don't you get down if you be the son of God? You've saved others, now save yourself. But it was the will of God that he wanted to do. Are you willing to do the will of God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you willing to do the will of God? Hallelujah. God will break you. Life circumstances will break you. And when you get broken, God can put you back together again. Hallelujah. When life doesn't turn out like you thought it would, God can put you back together again. God can dry those tears from your eyes. Hallelujah. God can put your family back together again. Hallelujah. God can cause a new opportunity, job opportunity to come your way. Hallelujah. God is the lifter up of your head. Hallelujah. God has an answer for you. Hallelujah. And it's in Christ Jesus. Christ, that hope of glory. Hallelujah. That's on the inside of us. He's stirring you up. He's telling you, if you're feeling lost, 
in this in-between time moment that Jesus already told us how life would be. But he showed us that with that precious Holy Ghost living on the inside, that we've got hope, that we've got help, that we've got God right there with us, that God is willing to fight our battles with us, that God is not turning his back on us. Yeah, Jesus said that in his own country, where it's been prophesied that he would come, no prophet is accepted in his own country, He wouldn't be accepted, but he is accepted by God. Amen. He is accepted by those who truly believe in him. What are you doing in your in-between time moments? Don't give up. Keep pushing. Keep fighting. You may have to cry sometime, but... Joy does come in the morning. Wipe your tears from your eyes and get back up and get moving. Amen. I believe God is a way maker. I believe God will open doors for me. I believe God hears me when I cry. And I'm going to trust God in my in-between time moments. I know that Jesus got the victory And because he could do it, and he's on the inside of me, living inside of me, Christ in me, that hope of glory, whatever it is that God has for me, I win. And that's how I see it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me too, because there is a work that God wants for me to do. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you too. Because there is a work that God wants you to do. Be about his business in all your in-between time moments. Hallelujah. Well, this has been the word of the Lord for you today. And I pray that I have said something that will help to uplift you and to carry on your day in the in-between time moments. Well, this has been Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with Valerie Laurie Ministries proclaiming the word of God. If you are out there and you want to know Jesus Christ as your personal savior, before I close out, pray this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe that Jesus, you are the son of God, that you died on that cross and shed your blood for the remission of my sins. I ask you to wash my sins away and please me, accept me into the family. Thank you for saving my soul. And if you believe that, then welcome to God's family. Amen. I pray that you can go and join a church family somewhere or go in fellowship somewhere where people are having church so that you can be in the midst of the believers. There's something that happens in that corporate anointing that can only happen when we come together. So seek a church and 
go forward with your life. Amen. 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 Well, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with proclaiming the word of God. And until we meet again, you be blessed and bye-bye.